Hello guys and welcome back to the Voice of Youth podcast. I'm your host, Louis Carlish, and today we have two very special things to bring you. First of all, we have the cameras on for the first time. Big shout out to our new videographer, Leaf Logie. His socials will all be in our bio. Please go check out his amazing work. And second of all, we have Khalid Elmi. Khalid, how are you? I'm good, bro. How are you? Very good. Khalid has some very big things in the works. Uh, he's a basketballer and is planning, well, not planning, but on the way to America very way. soon. On the way. So tell us about yourself, Khalid. Um, well, I'm an 18-year-old basketballer from Perth, Western Australia. I was born in New Zealand, Wellington specifically. Mm-hmm. Um. I oldest of seven kids, you know, yeah. four boys, three girls, big family. Yeah. <laughs> so a big brother, big role model. A big role model. Um, what? Fresh out of high school. Yeah. First year out. First year out, man. Um, and how, how long have you been, you know, focusing on your basketball for? Um, I'd say I've been playing basketball for about four years, but then only for three years now. I've been taking it really seriously. Mm-hmm. Been really focusing. I'd say year nine. Yeah, yeah, nine in high school was like the year I was like, I'm going to like uh-huh. do something with this. Yeah, wicked. Because we, you know, I've seen you before mm. doing football or soccer for all you Australians. Yeah. Shout out to me, soccer. <laughs> this is all out there. But, you know, you start, so you started off in basketball, I guess, not low, but somewhere maybe not yeah. quite as high. Yeah. Why don't you talk to us about your teams, your progressions, and how you've worked through the ranks to be able to get this unbelievable opportunity? Um. Well, to start off, I was more. I started basketball in high school because a mate, a mutual mate of ours, Vincent. Oh, um, well, yeah, Vincent's yeah. parents came up to my parents and were like, "Oh, your son's really tall. Uh, <laughs> he should, he should start playing basketball." And I, at this point, I was just like, I was trying, I was training just to try to make an MPL team. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Um, so I was like working. I was like, "Nah, I don't know what's basketball. Mm-hmm. That's not a real sport." Um, <laughs> and then um, I was talking down in it so much. And then my mom was like, just give it a shot. You never mm-hmm. know. And I was like, yeah, okay. I don't mind playing two sports. Um, so it'd be like Saturday basketball at Subi mm-hmm. and then Sunday soccer, soccer at Subi. Yeah. Um, and at that point, that was just domestic, which is like kids league, junior league. Um, and then from there, I played for three years mm-hmm. domestically. And then in my third year was my first time I made a state champs team. Yeah. And basketball is like during the season you make a wobble. To, you play. You play in a wobble team. What, what's that? West? Uh, Western Australian Basketball League. Which is right? clarification. Um, so you play in a wobble league um, during the season, but then when the season's done, there's a tournament during like October, November called the state champs, mm-hmm. um, and all the wobble teams have teams playing that. And what the the way it normally goes is if you make a state champs team. You get invited to a wobble tryout next year, so um, my third year of domestic, um, I made my first state champs team, and um, I was really I was like, div four, I was over the moon. I was yeah, like, yeah. and all I did was just I was more like a body. I was just there for getting the rebounds, passing out. I wasn't really good at that point. I was just a big body. Um, I played for Prairie Lakes, it's my first state champs ever, um, and then what tried out for Prairie Lakes that wobble that, that next season and um, ended up getting cut uh, what, what was the feeling of that like um, at the time I was more like a 
told your mum I was yeah. right. I don't think I should play basketball. Yeah. But I also was like, that sucks. I, th- I generally thought I was going to make it because the f- saying goes, the only reason I played the sport was because somebody walked up to me saying, you're tall and you're black. You're so good at this sport. And I was like, <laughs> okay, let me try it out. And yeah. big lie. But um, when I got cut that first time, I was really like, damn, it is what it is. But, you know, I always had that feeling I was going to make it. Um, how, how important quickly has that self-belief been in your journey? If it wasn't for that, I don't think I'd be where I am today. And just in general in life, yeah. isn't it? In everything, uh-huh. in every aspect of my life. Basketball has improved me, not only like my phys- physically, mentally as well. Yeah, Because um, I'm a football coach myself mm. and we have a lot of people come up to us and say, oh, our team's been cut from this. Yeah. You know, he hasn't made this team. Devastated. Mm. But to find someone who's just started playing the sport... Yeah. Um, and gone right. I've been cut, but I'm still going to get better. Yeah, shows that you know you have that immense mentality to yeah. come back. Um, so you've just been cut from the team. Just Where, got cut. Where's your next move? Um, mom told me just focus on domestic, just for the season. Just try to mm-hmm. get as best, like as good as you can. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I didn't, at this point, I didn't know there were other teams. Right? I just thought Prairie Lakes because Prairie Lakes was the only team I've ever heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, so I focused on domestic again. Um, that season, I think I went from scoring no points to two points. And for me, getting on the scoreboard was, wow, I'd come home like... It's the small steps, small steps. Small steps. Um, I didn't really... The one thing I wish I could have done back then was see what I was... Like, actually take into account what I was good at. Because I was just looking at all the things that I wasn't good at. Mm. Like, I'm so useless. I'm not the fittest. I'm not the strongest. I'm not the tallest. I'm not the smallest. I'm just there. I felt like there was no point for me to playing. Whereas when I was at soccer, I felt like I knew what my role was. I knew what I wanted to do. Even if I'd messed up, I knew there was a way to fix it. But it's because I was with that sport for such a long time. So um, then soccer really never really challenged me mentally. No. Soccer only challenged me physically. But then basketball really took me up to down. Do you think that's why you got sucked in? Because of that challenge and you always wanted to hit to the next step? Without, I actually had a blackboard at home of the amount of times I got cut from in my yeah. second year. Because yeah. the first year I tried out for Wobble and State Champs. So the second, yeah. first year um, Perry Lakes, uh, State Champs, I tried out for Wobble and State Champs and I got cut from both. Even though I made the State Champs team the year before. And then I was just like, this is like, this is just not, like, I just felt like, damn, this is not fair. I shouldn't be playing this. I'm not good. And at this point in time as well, I also felt like I didn't put enough effort into soccer. So I didn't feel like I was as good as everyone else at soccer now. Mm-hmm. And I was nowhere near good enough to play playing wobble. Mm-hmm. So I felt like stuck in the middle. I was like, I can't, I'm behind everyone in soccer. I'm behind everyone in basketball. So I don't know what to do. How did you get yourself out of that? Support. Support? Support, 110 Support your family, friends. Oh, family, friends. Friend. I put myself around the right people. That, That's one thing I always took pride in putting myself around the right people from the jump. Like mm-hmm. I'm, from the I'm, start. I always say I'm blessed to have one of the best, best people as my mother mm-hmm. and as my best friend. Like always. that woman has done so much for me that I don't think I could ever, like there's nothing mm-hmm. I could do to repair no. it. Um, so do the ups and downs. Like it was crazy. My first year of domestic, she, and she can, she can vouch this story. Mm-hmm. She said to me, you will get, further in basketball than you'd ever get in soccer yeah only based on the fact that people actually say no to you in basketball whereas mm. soccer you're just like the nice guy everyone wants to just be like oh he's played for us before you know let's just keep him there 
sub basketball is gonna change you yeah and i'm like uh, i don't really want that challenge right now my mm-hmm. life's going good this is year eight i mm-hmm. thought i was i thought i was the king of the, the world king. you know yeah um, as we all do at that age yeah but i think through the first three years of basketball mm-hmm. my life i had more up and downs than mm-hmm. the previous 10 years and that is what kind of shaped where you are 100 percent. and the people around you 100%. um so now you've you've broken through wobble um yeah. you've got into your teams now you're two weeks away two from, weeks from flying off, out and and where what's the where are you going what's the program i'm going over to new jersey williamstown new jersey mm-hmm. to play prep basketball you're a postgraduate mm-hmm. um and i'll be playing at a school called olympus prep uh, shout out them they will also yeah we'll put them in yeah. the bio so you can see their stuff um, and keep tabs on Kiladelmi. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'll be going there study play ball hopefully try to get a college mm-hmm. offer probably hopefully d1 as well mm-hmm. and that's the that's the aim that's the aim um so coming from just playing because someone said you have certain attributes yeah to now on the way to america yeah in four years four years shows that anyone can do it well not yeah. anyone but if you have the right mindset you, you can do it right mindset right people around you mm-hmm. you're unstoppable it's going to the people around you because we love to focus on you know support stories and yeah. something relatable yeah um it's the same for even this podcast i have people around me that push it and love the content but also tell you when tell you no yeah from both sides of the support and telling you need to get better how has that support from your family shaped your basketball journey um i don't think i would have stuck with basketball if it was just me mm-hmm. if i was just thinking about what i was going to do if i didn't if i never asked for a second opinion if i didn't talk to my friends about it if i didn't talk to older people people who've played the sport longer than me if i didn't ask the right questions i t- i'm telling you now i don't think i'd be where i am today mm-hmm. with that i could just don't see it happening. Yeah. And is there a set in those people that also play basketball and want to push oh, as well? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, from my family, I've got... So I always... Even though I'm the eldest, mm-hmm. I always ask my siblings for advice. Um, especially my younger sister. My two younger sisters, um, Sleika and Sagar. Sleika's one year younger than me. Sagar's, I think, four years. I can't remember, bro. She's mm-hmm. just... She, yeah. keeps, she keeps getting older. <laughs> <laughs> my, my brother's birthday yesterday, yeah. so I can't believe Happy it. Happy birthday, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, them two girls, um, they've really been really important in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, times where I've been like, I thought I was right the whole time, mm-hmm. or I thought I did this right, and I just completely wrong. Mm-hmm. Instead of them coming out, instead of them not being like, not caring or there's, because I know, and I've done this to them before, there's times they've asked for my advice and I've just been tired or I've just been exhausted and I'm just like, please, just not right now. Just can't, I'm just not right there. Sorry, it's nothing to do with you. And they've still been there for me. My sister's come back home from soccer games, dead straight after. I had to run to my basketball game because she didn't want to miss it. Um, Sagal, who's Sagal, I say is going to be better than me yeah. when she grows up because of the amount of because she sees that I can do it, she knows that she can do it. So it's a it's a chain of inspiration, almost. chain of inspirations. But yeah, them two big mm. big support for me. Yeah. Um, Any basketballer specifically, within the, or has it more been the external outside of the game? From I wouldn't really say I wouldn't really say mm-hmm. basketball. I'd say coaches. Coaches, okay. coaches, one hundred percent. Mental roles. Mental roles. Um, I have a few coaches. 
um, who've really been important in different aspects of my life. Mm-hmm. What what in what in what aspects? Um, my when I when I was starting out, I had a coach called Craig Jackson, CJ Jackson. Um, CJ's been when I first started, CJ was really really like nice. I was not expecting that from mm-hmm. an African American coach. I was like, wow, CJ's not like coach carter yeah. and he looks like coach carter yeah. i was like wow that's what i was expecting and then when i decided i wanted to like focus on the sport um yeah no he let me he let me hear it when i messed up and yeah. that's what i that's what that's what that was what helped me grow as a person especially mm-hmm. as a basketball player um steve steve yeah. was my first ever wobble coach in year 10 um at sterling senators yeah. um he actually came up to me and said when i because i was trying out for multiple clubs when i tried out for him and I made one. I made East Perth, and also made Sterling Senators, and I had I had trouble picking. And what was the decider? Mum told me to speak to both coaches, and if I if I felt right with him, um, I would I would know. Mm-hmm. I walked up to Steve and asked him, "What do you think I should improve on? What do you just criticism?" And he said to me, "You've got a lot of potential. Um, I can see you want to work hard, but." Now it's just you need to work efficiently. Mm-hmm. And if you stay with... Because he knew I tried out for East Perth. He's like, if you stay with me, I'm, I'll I'll make sure you get better. I said, thank you. I don't know. I'm not asking to get minutes. I'm not asking to be the best player on the team. I just want to get better. Because if I can get better, then that helps me out in the long run. And it has. And has. that's that's been a mentality of yours for your 100%. whole journey. 100%. Everything, everything's only a learning curve. Exactly. If, if you're not winning, you're learning. 100%. And even if you are winning, you are learning as yeah, well. Yeah, as well. Um, so you've been, for many roles of coaches, you've had a strong support yeah. background. Now we're going to talk about you yourself specifically. Now the way you handle yourself. And through the every year in school, everyone changes, but you've had that basic respect for everyone have time out of your day for everyone, basically being the best person you can do yeah. and be. How has that affected you in basketball, in life, and the opportunities that you've had through that? Um, there's one motto in my family we all live by, and when you're hearing it a lot, you mm-hmm. don't really like take it in, but then when the time comes, you know, you, you know why mom tells you this, and the saying goes, manners will take you far in life. The... There have been times where I've always wanted to be like, oh, who, I don't really want to talk to this person or I don't really need to, I don't really need to be nice today or I don't really have to, like just times I just feel out of it. I feel like being nice is being a chore. Um, but I've always prided myself on my manners. I always prided myself on how people view me. Um, I always prided myself on the fact that if you don't know me, I hope I'm approachable enough. I hope you've heard good enough about me to like come say hi. And that's given me so many opportunities in life from two jobs this year mm-hmm. to a modeling contract to, oh, like, to like every, so many different. That's not why we've got the cameras on, <laughs> by the way. I'd just like to clarify. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, both I have, I currently have two jobs. I work yeah. at a yacht club as a waiter and a bartender. And I also work at an um, IT company as a SDS administrator. And both jobs I got out because... My manager, the yacht club, thought I was a lovely, lovely guy mm-hmm. and offered me a spot. And um, my the owner at the IT company, I coached his son. And he was just like, you look like you have your head screwed on straight. Would you like to come work for me? Oh. And just being just being myself has really like helped me get where I want to get. And for other athletes in that position, 
that might be going into a sport or just people in general yeah would you suggest that being yourself will get you further than being someone else you guys can quote me on that love that (laughs) you can quote me on that a killer down me yeah love um being um, yourself will definitely get you further than being someone else. And there were times where I thought, like, damn, it's, it'd be much cooler to be that person. Or, damn, that person looks really, like, I want to be like mm-hmm. that. But then, you know, everyone has their flaws. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean they don't no, have it, you know? Um, and I really, I really, it took took time. It wasn't easy. But um, I really, like, made sure, like, I knew who I was. I was treating myself. And I made sure everyone knew that. I wasn't trying to copy mm-hmm. no one else, you know? Trying to be your own person, mm-hmm. not be a sheep. Yeah, hundred percent. We talk about America, the the next step yep. in your basketball. What do you feel you have to do over there that is different to maybe basketball over here? Um, first of all, when I go there, I'll be eat, sleep, school, basketball, repeat. I won't have to work two jobs. No, I won't have to worry about this really the social aspect of it. No. Um, you're there to work. There to work. For 10 months of my life, I get to really focus on the sport that I really enjoy and um, get to get better at it. Uh, we play a lot of tournaments around the US. Yeah. So we're not just, I'm not just going to be in New Jersey. Um, we'll be playing, I'm playing a lot of great competition. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the top ranked prep schools, Oak Hill, Carmel and Anthony went to that school, um, St. Benedict's, um, the number one prospect out of high school went to that school this year. Mm-hmm. Um, prolific prep number one prospect of the next nice. NBA draft went to that school so that was always one opportunity I loved I was like I just want to be put in front of the right people because if I get put in front of the right people I trust I know myself I've put enough work in to like get where I need to go so for 10 months I'll be eat sleeping basketball trying to be the best you trying can trying to be. get uh, three training sessions a day school it'll be good I'm looking forward and it's a culture change as well you're looking forward to that aspect 100 percent, 100 percent. not just a basketball culture but yeah. maybe a high school american culture or yeah um that's going to be that's going to be something that's going to wake me up because mm-hmm. i haven't really had that in a while no, it's last a time i had that was when i came from new zealand to here and that wasn't as much of a culture no. shock as it's going to be like going from here to there but again as you said being yourself being as nice as you can mm. um making sure people feel as good as you yeah. can around you yeah same same old colored oh, yeah say more and the basketball itself skills wise do you think skills strengths is there a particular aspect that you feel that you need to gain in um, order to make next level strength my yeah. strength is something that to so the physical side physical side physical side um my strength is something that really um i need to get better at and because i feel like that's the only thing stopping me i feel like i'm skillful enough to do what i want to do but I don't have that strength to give me that push yet. Um, so definitely lifting a lot of weights when I get there. <laughs> Goals to come back, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see that all hopefully. over the socials. Hopefully. hopefully. But even yourself, before there's already been, you know, there's been a strength change yeah. and you, yeah. you've started to, Close you're a tall, skinny guy, yeah. background, naturally you're not the biggest. Yeah. But, you know, you've definitely, again, you've gained. Yeah. Um, you can see it filled out a bit. Yeah. Um, and playing with better plays as well, right? 100%. That will also that's always your... That's always the number one thing. Mm-hmm. Like, the one piece of advice mm-hmm. I could ever give to anyone upcoming in any sport mm-hmm. is to play with the best people you can, you can. see. 
I always, especially like, and if you ever see me at Lords, if you ever see yeah. me at Bender shooting by myself, yeah. if you feel like you want to come up and ask, if you want to play one on one, or if you just want to shoot around, I always, yeah. I'll always say yes because that's what got me better. I was playing against guys who were in their fifties, but they moved like they were eighteen. Mm-hmm. They might not have been as fast, but they definitely outskill you. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing against them, thinking like oh, I'm going to cook these guys, and then they drop. 10 on me and I'm like yeah. what the hell put you back on your bum yeah um, and that's why you played um, football against me at school right yeah because everyone from the best every, if I'm like if these people are what's <laughs> I'm joking by the way <laughs> <laughs> I'm like if these people are what's the top of the top right now and I want to play against them mm-hmm. to see what I'm missing and let me focus on that and when I see them next time make sure it's a different story and I think that's really important to get across to people mm. There may be a competition, but also ultimately you can learn. You can learn from them. 100%. Um, you're all going for the same goal, which helps. Maybe you are in competition for that contract. Yeah. But saying that, you can still learn from them, can't yeah. you? 100%. And that mindset of being maybe open to that, probably needed, right? Yeah. You won't get anywhere mm-hmm. without it. Open-mindedness will really... Mm-hmm. Could, could literally take you to the next level could yeah. be things stopping you from taking you to the next level yeah like things with taking on criticism 100%. and stuff like that so America and Australia are completely different in terms of basketball wise obviously you have the NBA and the NBL yeah this high school uh, not high school this post school prep is that going to be a massive step up to maybe the levels that you're playing now 100% because um, currently I'm training about five times a week and um over there, I'll be training three times a day, every Monday to Friday, and then playing Saturday and Sunday in whatever state. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only do so much here yeah, because of the level. Um, that does not mean you can't excel or succeed, no. you know? In whatever field, you whatever can still field. get to the best you still can. Get to, yeah. But for certain opportunities, you mm. feel that America is the If way you to want go. to, it's like, it's like playing AFL in New Zealand. <laughs> it's like you. Can't, there's no point of doing it yeah. when you can be going to Australia and playing yeah. like the actual professional yeah. level, you know. So I guess to be where you want to get to the best, you've got to chase yeah. and go to the place. Because if you think about best. it, every successful Australian in the NBA right now went to the states mm-hmm. either during high school, out of high school, college. They all went at some point went to the states, mm-hmm. and even the, some of the best players in the NBA came from, from the, the states. states even though they were lived here were born here they went to the states early on got that experience yeah with the American system itself uh, there's recruited you mentioned on college would yeah. there be like scouts recruiters scouts. at the games so um, this school is I'm lucky because this school is uh, playing playing against really good competition yeah and um, if there's one coach for example to see one game everyone at that game will lift will be scene right you play well you might get that tick next to your name and i'm lucky because there's a few guys on the team that i know on the roster that have already got a few college scholarships so i know the school will be there um and if i play well i could possibly also get a scholarship from that school mm-hmm. but i've always said um to go to college would be great i'd love that be the dream come true mm-hmm. but my dream is to play professional and that's and, where you want to get yeah the the prep itself Olympus prep itself mm. how did you get there was it you putting yourself out there was it recruiters interviews um, I always love telling this um, yeah. for straight straight after graduation yeah. I was so confused I was like I did not know what I was going to do 
I was like, I felt like I put all my eggs in one basket. And at this point in time, I wasn't playing SPL, which is the semi-professional basketball league here. Yes. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't the best player on my wobble team. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and I didn't really enjoy my wobble experience last year. So I was all over the place after graduation. Um, and 2020 started and I promised, I made sure I promised myself that last year happened, put it in the bags, you know, put it in the bin, throw it away. I'm gonna make sure I make this year as important and as successful as I possibly can. I'm gonna work hard, I'm gonna do everything. I don't know, I didn't have a job at this point. I was also unemployed. Um, luckily for me. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right, yeah. don't worry. Luckily for me, um, the first thing that I knew I was going on a trip in July to go to the States and I thought that was my golden ticket. I was like, this trip in July will get me where I need to go. It will give me a scholarship of some kind, whatever level. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I trained my butt off, right? Then I had a training camp in Sydney. The week after, I had the flight to America. On the Wednesday, I was supposed to fly out to Sydney on Friday. On the Wednesday of the two days before, the trip got cancelled to Sydney. And I was like, okay, at least the American trip isn't cancelled. Then the Thursday came and they cancelled the whole trip. Was this because of coronavirus? Coronavirus. They cancelled the whole trip together. And that was probably the hardest time this year. That was like my hardest point. Because I was just like, that's it. That's all my... That's, it. that's everything gone I don't know what I was going to do I've I've been emailing coaches since year nine and I'm, yeah. every response was like yep when we're interested we'll let you know or yeah. some of them won't even respond to you yeah Um, I went I was lucky as I said support support was I was very very lucky because I'm telling you now I would not have gotten the scholarship if I didn't speak to the right person at the right time yes Um, my manager at the Yacht Club is was my first ever basketball coach also um, he was, shout out Isaiah. He's going to love this when he sees that. <laughs> um, he was, um, my first ever Subi domestic coach. And I always say the only reason I loved it, I enjoyed the sport was because after that first year, I, I wasn't good. You felt enough. I just, just enjoyed it. He just made sure every training was fun. If I messed up, he'd say, keep going. Like I was lucky. I went back to work that next day after the trip, I found out the trip got canceled and he said to me, you should just try emailing. I was like, I don't even want to look at another basketball. I really don't. Don't feel like don't it. feel like it right now. He's like, just try emailing coaches again, see what happens. I'm like, bro, I've been doing that since year nine. What's gonna change now? He's like, coronavirus, bro. You don't know. Nothing. Nothing's like normal no more. No. Everything could go out the woodworks. I'm like, okay. I went home. Hundred emails in one night. I got two responses. Yes. And both responses were just like, yep. When we're interested, we'll let you know. And I was just like, yep. That's me done not playing basketball about to retire and I was just like I'll probably just play SBL in Perth that's it that's my just enjoy the game just enjoy the game I opened a Twitter account posted all my highlights on there followed every single coach I could find and my YouTube highlights have my contact details on the bottom of it and I got I have this app on my phone that shows you like my YouTube if anyone watches it I'll get a notification or if any views go up I'll get a notification Um, and my I got a notification saying someone watched my video and I was looking at it like, okay. Um, two days later, got an email from coach John, which is my coach over Jonathan coach Jonathan, which is my coach over at Olympus. And he said to me, have you ever thought of going to prep and he gave me a rundown of what prep was? And I was just like, he said, it won't start. It won't start your college timer. You've still got time. You came straight out of high school. This is a perfect situation for you, especially during Corona. And I said, wow. Okay. I announced that I had the scholarship 
And a week later, five other schools hit me up. So over three weeks, I had six offers from six different schools than I've ever had in my entire high school career. Like high school career. Just through YouTube. Just just through posting my highlights and then announcing it. And then he shared it and then his school shared it and other schools follow each other. Yes. And they're like, oh, who's this Australian kid? And the schools that I'm playing against also sent me, found me and so gave me a scholarship there. Would you say that, you know, maybe for other aspiring athletes, putting your highlights on so, a massive platform like social media? 100%. Putting yourself out there. You put yourself, you can put yourself on social Sell media yourself. and nothing will happen. Mm-hmm. If you walk, if you walk by the right person at the right time, just, just being nice, just being you, you never know what door could open mm-hmm. up for you. And so your offers were popping off and... That, that three weeks, man, my phone was going crazy. Mum yes. couldn't believe it because I was just like, mm-hmm. four years I had nothing, not and one word. Just... And then in three weeks, six schools. And each school were trying to like uh, hype themselves up yeah. to me, showing the pros, never the cons. No. And just be like, oh, we're in Orlando, Florida, you live in a resort, <sighs> Nike school. And I'm like, okay, yeah, like, but what's bad about it? And it's like, no one's ever played there. No one's no. successful has ever played no. there. Kids go in and out. So what was the difference? And what competition. The competition. I always say, if I'm going to get anywhere, I'm going to be playing against the best people. And the only way you can do that is by putting playing yourself there. the best. Nah. And that was where Olympus prepped. 100%. 100%. Amazing. Yeah. So that is your American, how you got there. How I got there. Um, we'll be following you all the way, 100%. of course. Always, um, always, right. We'll quickly touch upon your self so people can know you mm-hmm. as the basketballer you mentioned you had seven siblings yeah so seven. do you feel a bit of responsibility with them always always i always felt like the um as much as i was an older brother i always felt like the dad of the family you know yeah. um but I, when i was younger it was like yeah i've got seven siblings i didn't really like flex it i wasn't really like oh yeah it's like it's just got i've got seven siblings yeah they're kind of they're kind of cool but they're all young but now especially because i'm leaving now i really like like now i show them off like wow i feel Pride. i feel like i feel like really honored like, and proud yeah, to like especially for them to look up to me because i know a lot of people who have siblings and aren't at that tight but i'm lucky to say i'm I'm very good friends with all of my siblings from the That's 17 year old to the five year old. Exactly. My, yeah. my 15 brother, I'd say not yeah. just my brother, but my best mate. Yeah. Um, do you feel that that responsibility and being that role model, do you think that helped you on the basketball? Your way? Oh, yeah. In basketball as well, but just as a person. Um, yes, because I feel like I know how to, I feel like I know how to say stuff without hurting people's feelings. Mm-hmm. I know how to take it into consideration. Not everyone's going through the same thing. Because just because we all live in the same house doesn't mean we're all happy at the same time or we're all sad at the same time, you know? So days where I'll be over the moon, my sister can be feeling really bad and I'd be like, okay, I'm here for you, you know, I'm here for you. My younger brothers, I always say I've never seen them down. They're always ecstatic, you know, always over the moon. But I feel like that's the youth in them. I yeah, that's the young of energy. Um, but yeah, when they're down, they're down. When they're happy, they're happy. And no matter how I'm feeling, I have shit. I just, I've learned to taking how they're feeling. If if I've done really well and I feel like I want to tell everybody, because you know everyone has those kind of days, especially when I got that college offer, I felt like I wanted to just tell, I was walking down the street, I just wanted to tell everybody because it felt like a like gratification, <laughs> you know? Um, but then I come back home and I found out like, oh, my brother had a bad day at school or he hurt himself and I'd be like, okay, let me, just, first. Let me just put that yeah. to the side for now and I'll be there for them. Amazing. Yeah. So we can see... You know, it's not just killing the basketballer 
Kevin Fallon, man. It's killed as a whole person. Prided, I prided myself on making sure basketball was not my only personality trait. That right there, yeah. I think if I could take out anything from this, yeah. that is it. For all you aspiring athletes, um, footballers, basketballers, yeah. sailors, hockey players, yeah. anything, yeah. do you think that being yourself and being the person first and then putting your sport maybe afterwards yeah is very important because mm-hmm. if you don't your life's just going to be no. chaotic you know you won't be able to you won't be able to differentiate when you need to be a son a brother a good friend and when you need to be the, the basketball the teammate the leader you know um but yeah definitely it's very important very important Brilliant. Well, Khalid, before you go, is that anything you'd like to promote? You say um, my social media. Your social, your so, always <laughs> socials <laughs> being in the bio. All my social will be um, somewhere there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> highlights, stuff, links, highlights. Yeah, but yeah, we'll we'll put you in there. Um, of course, as always, um, our social will be in there. Leaf socials. Don't forget the videographer. Look at the visuals. Look yeah. at all of this. All down to that magic man. Um, but yeah, thank you so yeah, so much. Thank you, bro. Thank um, you. We've loved having you on. Yeah, and just quickly, um, what you're doing here, what yeah. you're creating here, bro. Um, like, not a lot of guys could do this. I know for a fact that I couldn't. I, this is this takes some guts, and you're a really good bloke. You're a really good friend as well. Uh, great host, no, decent sorry. host, put tears in my eyes. Decent out. host. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. this I hope I really I can really see this going far. No, um, we, we so, appreciate you know, it. Stick with it. I'd definitely be promoting this all in America. Stuff, man. Um, but yeah. We're going worldwide, baby. We're going worldwide, but baby. <laughs> appreciate it so much. Thank oh, you, man. Um, oh, good. Guys, this has been another Voice of Youth podcast. We've had the special Khalid Elmi on. Please follow his journey. And if, we, if you've enjoyed the episode, please follow all the socials. Give us feedback. And we will see you soon. Bye-bye.